I am so glad that you have tuned into another episode of the Deliberating Pastor podcast. I am your host, uh, Pastor Aaron. We have Pastor Ken and Reverend Doug, who is over here. He was just a dancer. He was dancing. Yes, yeah. since I was criticized at the last one, that I didn't move enough to the organ music, uh, piano music coming in. So I made sure I made sure I moved. We need, uh, to, we need to post a video. No, no, we will not post that video. <laughs> no, no, we will not. No, will we not? We may we may post a picture of what we look like uh, yeah, doing this at yeah, some point. Yeah, we might do that. Yeah, might do that in the future. Maybe one day do it as long as it's. Me twenty years ago. There you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we'll like everybody does do on that. Facebook. Photoshop. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I shared one the other day uh, about uh, uh, me. Uh, I think I was eighteen years old in the picture, and I'm like, goodness, that guy's. I mean, the, the stuff that I would uh, love to go back and tell my eighteen year old self. Ooh, we need to do a podcast. That on sounds that. like a podcast. Yeah. What would I tell my eighteen-year-old self? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you, go. you know, I, I, people will say, "Would you love to ever go back to your twenties or your teenage years?" And I'm like, "No, nope. I don't want to. I learned too yeah. much in those years." Yeah, well, that was great. You have one of those questions on Facebook. You know, you kind of see. You know, one of them the other day to that that point, which if you could have had a chance to go back to high school, would you? And I wrote, <laughs> "Nope, <laughs> nope." Yeah, no I, thanks. And I am. I try to make sure that I tell teens, listen, this is the worst time of your life. <laughs> you know, it does get better. It does get, it does get better. Yes. <laughs> you know. Yes. All those things you think are important right now, you know, it, as the it, years go by, they kind of dissolve yeah. away. And, and all those friends that you, you tried to impress in high you school, you, you know, you don't even talk to anymore. <laughs> Y'all going back to? Have you ever gone back to a high school reunion? Not recently. You know, I, but you have. I have. Yeah. Okay, I have I not. I never did. I was usually um, playing army. So, oh yeah, um, you know, it was either on a on a weekend or a uh, or, a, yeah. or a week that I was you know somewhere yeah. else. So. Uh, with the with the military there, the army, and yeah, um, so I never did, did get an opportunity to go. I would have loved. I would. I would. Love, would you like to do that? I would, would love. Yeah, would I'd you? love to catch up. You know, there's actually been, and you guys may be in the same boat, but people you went to school with are no longer with Correct. us. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You know, that's right. Um, that's right. You know, I mm. remember when I first moved up here. Um, there was a gentleman that I had went to school with all my life, um, elementary school, middle school high school we played basketball together different things and um depression he had depression real bad yeah. and ended up ending his life and mm-hmm. um you know it was uh it was that was that was tough i was able to go to the funeral service i drove down there by myself drove down there wow uh, to kentucky and was uh, went to that service and or the the, the visitation is, is what i went to mm. and uh was able to see some some classmates uh, from that, uh, while I was just standing in line, cause it was a long line, and you know, and I had the purpose of of going to minister to his parents because I knew his parents well, and you know, and and instead of me ministering to his parents, his parents actually ministered to wow. me. Uh, they just they just uh, they said we're so thankful the way that you turned out and how you, uh, you you've just you know kept, kept loving Jesus awesome. and, and all those different <laughs> things, you know. And I tell you, what, that broke that broke me, man. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know. Because, you know, we, 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 we're hard on ourselves sometimes. We think, man, if you only knew yep. uh, the things that I've done and been through and, and on and on and on, you know. Yeah. And so. Yeah. How God's uh, grace saved it from a lot of stupid yeah, stuff that we may oh, have yeah. done over the years. I mean, thank God for grace. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, this is a good segue from what we're going to talk about. Sure, it is. Uh, So yeah, um, y'all ready to? Well, I guess we kind of already already started diving a little bit in it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, losing someone you love. Mm -hmm. When you lose someone you love, um, that is the topic for uh, this episode. And I know that we um, we all can uh, participate and share uh, our knowledge on this subject. You know, we all work in the medical. Um, hospice field, and we deal with uh, patients and their families on a you know a daily basis, and and even as pastors, uh, pastors we've had to deal with uh, with loss and and those things. Um, so you know they, that was kind of my little story there, and I've got more you know because mm-hmm. we've all we've dealt with somebody we've we've lost somebody that we've loved, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and so um, I'll let you guys go first, and then I'll I'll tell a little story too, and. And, uh, you know, this may be one of our most serious uh, yeah. episodes because, because death is, is one of those things. It is, uh, it is sad to talk it is. about. It is. Um, but, but you know what? Through God's grace, um, there, there can be healing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and um, and he'll, he, he said he'd walk with us. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, uh, my loss of uh, my mother, who was a... Godly Christian uh, woman uh, went to be with the Lord in 2018. That's the closest um, uh, individual that I've I've lost. Uh, my father is is uh, is still alive, but uh, so we're are getting ready to approach uh, this coming Christmas uh, three years since she's been with uh, with the Lord. And uh, uh, yeah, it's it uh, there is healing that's available. Well, I'll, I won't get into all that right now, but uh, uh, we'll unpack that, I'm sure, here uh, as we go through this. But, uh, yeah, Mom uh, uh, passed away in December of 2018. Um, God gave me uh, a gift in that, uh, and this isn't everybody's experience, but before she passed, uh, she was able to share with me some things mm-hmm. that she saw. And uh, and uh, uh, how glorious that was, and uh, and kind of being in both worlds for just a, for just a little bit, and how that uh, blessed and built my faith. It was a, it was a it was a gift, I feel of the Lord to me. But uh, uh, so that would be the uh, and yeah pastoral ministry. We've all uh, buried um, prisoners. Uh, we've young, old. Um, uh, car accidents, uh, uh, babies. Um, uh, over the years, I know uh, that there's some tragic stuff uh, uh, that uh, um, that take place, and so the unexpected. Those are really, really hard, and the younger, the younger folks. But uh, uh, there is uh, there is healing in how we deal with that. But when it's personal, when it's yourself. Um, uh, it hits, it hits, it hits home, and and uh, you have to be real with your own your own thoughts. And now, Ken, you've you uh, you have some experience in this too. Yeah, I you know just the the title of the podcast. I mean, when you lose somebody you love, I mean, immediately faces pop up in your head, don't they? Sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, and for me, uh, I lost them, my mom about eight months ago, and then my dad passed away two months after that. And I really believe it's from a broken heart of losing mom, you know, yeah. and he just kind of quit. So um, lost both my parents this year and, you know, and I've lost 
And as we're talking about loss, it, it's more than just losing a loved one. That we're, What we're going to share about is losing a loved one, but you can apply this to anything that you've deeply lost. Like it might have been a job, you know, and so you yes. lose those coworkers you used to work with. It might be even a miscarriage. It might be a, uh, a divorce. But all of these, there's multiple kinds of losses. And um, so even if you haven't lost a, a really close loved one, um, then uh, we've all experienced loss to one degree or another. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, losing someone or something, um, you can get attached to all sorts of things. Um, you know, if you think about a kid uh, <laughs> growing up, that first pet that dies, you know, mm. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's like, and, and still it's, it's, there's some people that, you know, that's their pets are like family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Harry, the cat was my first one. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd fluffy the dog, you know, it was my first, really you know, first yeah, fluffy the dog. You know, uh, I, apparently I had some, some, uh, rabbits or something when I was younger and <laughs> they, uh, Hoss and pepper stew, they died, but mom didn't tell me. I think she told me they ran away or... Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. Oh. Or something to that effect. She, I, I know she'll listen to this and probably call me and... There and, you and, go. And, and, Watch and, out who and your audience. Explain... Uh, That's right. Explain, you know, uh, what really happened, you know, what w- really went down, you know. But, Mom, but, we must know what happened to the, you know, to but the a, rabbits. But apparently it was devastating to me because... It, it was a dinner. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, it was... It was... It was gone. Beef was too expensive, uh, Week, <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh, but uh, you know, but but loss comes in so many shapes or forms. Trying to get back on top. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, uh, but but loss comes in so many shapes and and forms, and uh, you know, I, I, I've definitely had my share of you know yeah. loss of, uh, you know, when, when we think of financial mm-hmm. situations. Financial loss. Yeah. Fin- I've, I've mm-hmm. experienced financial loss. I've experienced um, just a you know um, a loss of love. Mm-hmm. You know, I've experienced that. You know, where you you just get so hard, and you know, especially in a in a marriage or relationship, I've experienced that when I'm like, God, I I, I need to I need to find this. Um, you know, but then if, if we when we think about losing a loved one, you know. Um, I tell people all the time, the greatest thing that we can ever leave behind is is that hope that we live for Jesus. Sure. Without a doubt. Without that's a the doubt. Great, that's the best hope that we can. Because, you know, uh, when you're trying to comfort somebody, uh, what I have found is, you know, you don't have words. Yeah. When, when you're there, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Or, you know, or maybe, like, you know, if you've experienced loss um, and then somebody tries to comfort you and they're, they're like saying, oh, but God needed another angel or, you know, all yeah, these right. phrases. And it's like, that doesn't help. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, a biblical example is, you know, when Job's friends were just kept their mouth shut, uh, they were the greatest comfort to Job until... They opened up their mouths, you know. Mm-hmm. They were uh, all haywire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then yeah. It's like got, three it, days, right? It became a like blank three days. Game. They just they just quiet. sat. They yep, just they sat just, with it, and that, that's the perfect way. But uh, you know, yeah. when my when my mammal 
passed away, and my papa passed away, but about a year or two later after that. You know, it was unexpected on both of them. We, you know, and, um, you know, I can't tell you what the preacher preached on that funeral. I can't tell you what songs that were sung, mm-hmm. but I can tell you who was there. Wow, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. th- those that came and yep. gave me a hug. Yeah. And, you know, they were just they were just there, and that's what I needed. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, and we you know we as as medical hospice chaplains, um, we we do this professionally with our with our with our folks that we work with, mm-hmm. uh, but also in 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 ministry and just in, in life in our own family and friends. This idea of just being present with someone's loss. Uh, I, I it's been years ago now, but I, w- I was a young pastor. And the um, a former general superintendent of of my denomination, uh, he and his wife attended the church I was pastoring, and his wife died, and I went over to his house and um, sat with him. And here I am; I'm 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 barely thirty years old, if that, at the time. And uh, here's this great man of God just lost his wife and. And um, I sat next to him, you know, and so, you know, the temptation is I got to say something brilliant. I got to say something brilliant mm. <laughs> here. And, um, and I, I just, I, I had nothing. And, um, and so I did, um, Lord help me. I came clean and I said to, uh, to the gentleman, I said, um, I have nothing to say here. I, I don't know what to say. And what he said to me, it changed, it changed how, I, how I approached bereavement and grief uh, in ministry. And he said, he said, he said Doug, and I'll never forget this. Uh, Dr. Haynes said, Doug, there's love in your presence being here with me. You don't need to say anything. You know, it's, just, it's basically what he was saying. He said, Doug, there's love in your presence just being here with me. And that for me that 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 was that was a great talk about being ministered to. It let me off the hook where I thought I, I don't have to say anything brilliant here. Mm-hmm. Now if the Lord would give me something and and there are times where yeah, the Lord sure. does <laughs> lay something on your heart and, and it's helpful to the family. But it was one of those deals where it was just like I, I don't have to say anything. Right. I can just be here and just sitting like Job's friends, just sitting here is ministering to this, this, man, of, this man of God. And uh, I've carried that with me now for the last 20 years uh, that um, when I, we get into situations, when I get into situations, it's like, man, I don't have anything to say here. I, don't, I have nothing. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. And I'm, I'm, I've learned just to be comfortable with that and just to say, Absolutely. I don't have anything, but I'm just going to sit here with you. Yeah. I think that's uh, a big ministry, keeping your mouth shut, you know? (laughs) Yes, yeah. Yeah, the next podcast, the ministry of keeping your mouth shut. You know, Um, it it really is because, I mean, people don't want to hear, you know, well, God, like you said, God needed an angel or... You know, or yeah. so. I mean, yeah. because that's these, first of all, that's not even correct theology. No, well, no, and then, but, but I know that's not where you're people, going. But. Yeah, but does that really help? I mean, now you're gonna make me mad at God because God, 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 God needed away. something. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So God needed somebody, so He took took my <laughs> mom. You know, you know what? I think what what 
shocked me about uh, my mom and dad's death was mom was diagnosed with uh, lung cancer four years before she died, and it met, uh, metastasized, traveled from there to, to her brain. And, I, you know, at that point, you know, it's not good, yeah. you know, when it travels like that. So, um, so the, the two or three years that before mom died, it just seemed like I was in anticipatory grief. I was already, I was already grieving, you know, and whenever I imagine mom gone, I actually had some physical responses. Uh, I could feel a sharp, I don't know how to call it, like a sharp ping or something right near my heart um, whenever I'd start thinking of mom and, and her being gone. And it would, I, you know, I wasn't having a heart attack or anything. It was just a very physical response of thinking about mom dying. Um, and so... Maybe a lot of other people have experienced that too. Uh, that's, I think that's pretty normal. Um, and uh, I think for me, the anticipatory, anticipatory grief was worse than afterwards. But everybody's different sure, in the way they yeah, grieve. Yeah. So everybody's going to have a different um, response. But uh, that, I think that was worse on me. I think I spent more time crying before mom died rather than afterwards but mm-hmm. hey i still got afterwards to go so <laughs> i got yeah. i got more tears to shed but yeah. but you know, to date that's how you feel yeah yeah Today. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so anyway yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know and of course we all know there's there's stages to grief now which stage a person's in <laughs> they could be in one it could be in all of them could be <laughs> just about it almost mm-hmm. sure uh, except for acceptance you know once you get to that that point than than the other stages of pretty much uh, and then you can still get back into the others whenever you want to you can you can yeah you can I I I'll I'll tell you a time where you you think you had kind of resolved something Um, I uh, uh, was at a wedding a family wedding uh, a few months ago and um, it was a, a family wedding and my father was there and uh, seeing my father without mom. Mm. You know, mom's been gone two and a half years. Um, I found myself once again sitting there as this w- beautiful wedding was about to take place, um, really sad, mm. almost to the point with tears because uh, what I, I felt for my dad who mom and uh, you know would have been there uh that my dad was by himself and then and then the the happy thought which turned into a sad thought was man mom would love to be here mom would have loved to have been at this family wedding today and and isn't now um we're not i don't want to go down this rabbit hole they know does god allow people to see things from heaven maybe he does maybe he doesn't but i know heaven is so great. Mom, mom wasn't worried about that wedding, uh, but I know that uh, on the human side, mom would have loved to have been there, and um, it was just and it, it just hit me, uh, uh, boom! You know, sitting there, oh man, and, uh, it, can sneak and up it does, you. it does. You know, and uh, you know, it can, it's like a wave, a grief wave. Yep. It's like you know, just standing on the on the. Uh, you know, if one of the Great Lakes or the ocean, you know, or the ocean, you know, comes in and and the water's kind of calm. Here comes a wave, and it just hits you about knees or thigh high, and it just 
it just takes you off your feet. And then the waters recede, and you kind of get back. You kind of get back up, and uh, you think, man, what you know? Where, what was that all about? And all of a sudden, when you're not looking, boom! There's another <laughs> another another wave. It might be a week, a month, uh, maybe a year or years, mm-hmm. and then you know something triggers that. Whether it be a, an object, a memory, an event. Right. And you know, you're going, man, where did that come from? He does. It sneaks. It can. It can yeah. sneak up on you. Yeah. Uh, would you guys like to talk about the stages? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. And sure. Yeah. Why don't what you do just think? give them to yeah, us, yeah. brother? Give and, them to us straight uh, if you know them. If I know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know them offhand. Uh, well, the, the first one is, is denial or shock. Shock and denial. You know, and I know that we've, uh, you know, either we've been there or. Yeah. Um, you know, or we've been with somebody and, and can and can see it. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember when when my mom passed away, and I, it was it was it was around Thanksgiving. Um, I had just sat down at the table with my mother and father in law. Um, me and my wife had probably I think we'd been married a year, or no, almost a year, almost a year. And um, mom calls me and says something has happened uh, to Mamaw, and so. They were. They came over uh, to where I was at, picked picked us up, and we went to uh, my mom and papa's house. And I get there, and of course, ambulance has been there. The EMS are walking out, and they had just pronounced her. Mm. They had tried everything mm. that they could do, and um, we walk into the room where my mom's at. She's on her bed, um, and my mom just grabs her hand, and says, "Mom, wake up." Wake up. I mean, she's just screaming at the top mm, of her mm. And, you know, and, and, of course, at that time, you know, I'm bawling in tears myself. You know, Sure. My uh, mom's passed away. You know, just that, that shock, that, that did not, this can't be happening. Yep. Right. Yeah. 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 It's normal. Normal. Yeah. Uh, you know, shock. And the, you don't, uh, I mean, as we go through this list, you don't have to experience all of them. Or like you said, you may experience all of them at once or, yeah. you know, or, or, or skip through the, um, I can't even remember the lady that uh, wrote about the stages of grief, but um, I should should remember her name. Shame on me. No, tip your tongue. Oh, shame on you too. Then. I know. Uh, <laughs> so, but you know, it, we all it'll it'll Kubler be different. Kubler Ross, thank you. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I don't think she meant that it had to go through this particular route. Yeah, it's not but, but it's a it's it's just identifying. Um, helping us identify where we're at yeah. um, and not that it progresses mm-hmm. to another way or, or whatever, but it helps you know that it's, this is normal. You know, you're right. not going crazy um, nope, nope. Yeah. because you can't imagine that person not being there now. Uh, this is a very normal response. These are normal responses to yeah. grief. Yeah. So, yeah, and even anger. I mean, some, and that's you know, another part of, uh, you know, is you that get, number two? You get, number two. You, know, you, get, <laughs> you get anger, and, and those of us, you know, guys, you know, we're as uh, as ch- medical chaplains, um, you know, we we represent that that higher being. Sometimes it's called, or you know, we represent the Lord, and sometimes people are just file angry with God, and so we yeah. kind of say we can can we don't always, yeah. but yeah. sometimes we take the brunt of of uh, of that. Uh, um, Kind of thing, and so we have to have broad shoulders. But sometimes, anger, um, and again, since this, since our subject, we're talking about you know when you have loss. Sometimes it, when you lose a job, uh, 
um, when you lose an op, you know, when you've had a job and a company closes up or, or moves the operation to another state or sometimes even another country. Um, a lot of anger. There's a lot of anger uh, for for that. And man, we you know we you know we COVID. And how many people have we dealt with uh, as pastors or as as uh, as chaplains? Where families are angry because COVID, COVID took took grandma out or took mom out or, uh, or, or prevented them from being able to see. Yeah, him. could could mm-hmm. didn't have goodbyes. So uh, you know there are, there's there's anger again. That's that is a normal that is a normal reaction, a normal uh, emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, now what we do with that? There can be things that's not good and not healthy, not appropriate, but. But just the fact that you have anger, um, especially as Christians, um, uh, yeah, I was it's kind okay of taught over the years. You have, yeah, you're, you're, you're angry. That's not you know you not feel the spirit if you're angry. That's probably for another podcast. But but no, that's that's a natural. Be angry and yeah, that, not. that's a natural response. That's a natural emotion. Yep. that we have. It is, and you know, sometimes it's easier to be mad than it is to be sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and, and with, it depends on your personality. If, yeah, it really does. Uh, for, for me, it's easier to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and with that anger comes with with blame. blame you know, just like yeah. you were saying, Doug. You know, mm. blaming God. God, why did you allow this to happen? Why did you do this? You know, maybe that's another uh, another podcast. That, you know, we can do. But um, you know, we live in this fallen world where death is here, yeah. where sin is here, yeah. where you know these things happen and it's not that god's making them making them happen to you right Mm -hmm. you know it's just we live in a fallen world with losses here and i am thankful to know that uh that just like we we said either uh, on this podcast earlier that that god will walk with us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he'll walk with us he said i'll never leave you i'll never forsake you and I think we can we can we can yep. bank that promise right there. Yep. You know that he if he said he's going to do that, that's what's going to happen. He, he will do it. He will do he will do it. And mm. um, you know, unfortunately, we can't live on the mountaintop. You nope. know, all the time. It's you know, it's yep. just not going to happen. A wise professor once said to me when I was in Colorado at the mountaintop. You know, you can always. He said that and it's true. You know, when you go to a high mountain like above the tree line, mm-hmm. he goes. Things do not grow on the mountaintop, mm. and so you know it's down in the valley below the tree line, into the valleys. That's where the that's where the growth is, yeah. for whatever that's worth. Maybe somebody needs to hear that today. But he's on the mountaintop, true high mountains. Nothing grows on the mountaintop. Uh, it's a good view. It's a great view, mm-hmm. uh, but, but uh, you know, use Mount Everest as an example. You know, it's the highest mountain peak in the world, right? It's snow covered year round. Nothing grows on Mount Everest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's a great view. People, nothing wrong with getting there to look at it, but it's you know, in those in those valleys that that uh, that grows. What do you guys, either yourself or in ministry? Um, what's been the difference that you've seen either in your own lives, people, or in people that's made the difference that they've able to handle loss? What, is, what were some characteristics that you've seen versus maybe you know, people that have handled it well versus those that maybe haven't handled it well? Do you want to go ahead, Aaron? Um, well, you know, and then we'll get to those other three here in just a second, but uh, three stages. 
when I uh, when I worked in the ICU, um, of course, see a lot of death, a lot of coding, all those different things. Um, but one thing that I noticed, and this is just me being there, but I I could always tell when either the fam or either the patient was a Christian, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the family was you know in some form of at peace with their loved one. And those things, there was a different atmosphere, um, and, and and compared to the one that maybe OD'd on drugs, and or you know maybe they just had um, issues that they never had the opportunity, or maybe they had the opportunities but just never did take it to um, settle disagreements or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And, and and one thing that really comes out of my mind in that is, and I still to this day, I cannot get the screams mm. out of my head. Mm-hmm. You know, and I um, I was uh, I was the on call chaplain on a Sunday morning uh, for that hospital, and um, I get a call that um, they were. They were bringing, uh, they had a lady in there who had o- overdosed and that they, the family were fixing to remove the ventilator and let her go. Um, I get there and um, she has two younger children. They're around 10, 11, 12 years old, something like that, two of them. And they're hovering over her saying, Mama, we love you, don't die. Mm-hmm. Mama, we love you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, broke my heart. Of course, the family was there and... You know, I, I didn't have anything to say, but just yep. be there. Yep. Um, you know, and, and for me, I thought, man, again, that's that, that shock, that denial, that, you know, we can talk about all those different things. And um, going back to, you know, talking about the, the ministry of presence and, and just being there in the moment, um, I remember it was either the mom or the sister. She said, she said we had the best staff today. And we also had the best chaplain. Mm. And right. I thought to myself, I didn't, I didn't do anything. Yeah. You know, I stood in the corner somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, and I would just, you know, uh, touch their shoulder or whatever be the case. And, and you know, and so, uh, you know, like I said, in those moments, um, Grieving is so different. It, it's hard to put those characteristics because yep. it's so different with each individual. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how my, you know I may I may react one way, mm-hmm. and then a different way. I may react another another way. Yep. Yeah. And your grief is going to be dependent on the kind of relationship you had with that person, of course. Yes. Yeah. And it's going to be your own personality, the type of death, you know. So type of death is huge yeah, yeah. did yeah. you anticipate it happening <clears throat> right or was it that that phone call so it's gonna make and, and everybody needs to cut everybody some slack when mm-hmm. when there's a certain death and certain family members are doing this certain family members are doing that well everybody copes with it a different yes, way they do. Right. They do. and everybody goes through it a little different so it's it's good to be kind and uh, patient with one another mm-hmm. because um you know, we're all going to be very different in the way that we grieve. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we are. Doug, did you have? Yeah, the 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 thing that I, on a personal note, when when <clears throat> mom passed, was uh, as a strong believer. I, I think the bottom line is, 
if you know the Lord, it makes all the difference in Him giving you the grace and the strength to handle it. It just does. I'm just that's just point blank. That that uh, that if you don't have the Lord, and we've all seen this either in our families or professionally in our in our work, that knowing the Lord makes all the difference yeah. with how you handle loss. Um, when what it helps has helped me the best these last three years was that you know mom had suffered mom uh had uh, much like ken's mom uh, had a form of lung cancer and um she was you know nine months especially on 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 a hospice and um and then near the end you know for us for us this isn't everybody's story we were able to say those goodbyes you know there wasn't anything that i needed i felt like for for me and for my my two other brothers we said what we needed what we needed to say and she was able to say some things that she wanted she wanted to say but when it was all over it was all over the funeral was done and uh and i remember saying to my dad with tears in my in my eyes uh, in a crackly voice, I said, "I said, Dad, moving forward now, because life does move on. You don't get over it. Mm-hmm. You don't get over the death, but life does go on. Life does move on. It ha- it ha- it does. It just has to." Um, I said, "I said to Dad, Dad, we don't have to worry about Mom anymore. Mm-hmm. She's home. Yeah, she is with the Lord, and we don't have to worry." about her there's no more doctor's appointments there's no when do we take the next time of medication when do we uh, is she comfortable is is she this or that uh, uh, in in this particular situation uh because it was anticipatory grief much like what ken described you just didn't have we just, and, and for me for me that is a and still is a great source of uh of comfort and it doesn't mean i don't miss her uh, but that is what helped me, and I think that began to to begin a healing for for my father, uh, who still misses her, you know, terribly, sure. terribly. Yeah. Um, in, in just a few days is going to be their wedding anniversary, um, and so uh, I know that that day will be a a bummer day for him. There's no way around it, uh, and that's another thing. Is it says as we work with others, we can't make things better. You can't. So stop, stop trying to make things better. I think sitting with people again, back to that, you know, being with them in the in the in the presence, um, and being present with people in their pain, we can do that. But there's nothing we can do, nothing we can say, that makes it better. That changes that situation. Does that make sense? To what I'm trying yeah, to what I, I'm trying to say, guys. I read one time, um, and I still remember the quote. Um, <clears throat> People will not remember the things that you do, yeah. but the way you made them feel. How you made you feel. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that, that's in, in, in life all, all the way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's some of the other uh, uh, so, stages uh, there? So number three is uh, depression. Yeah. Um, you know, with, with grief, there's a time of depression, you know, like a, a feeling of hopelessness or, yeah. um, you know, things are never going to be the same. How am I going to do this? Without them, or without whatever you lost, um. and depression looks different for everybody. As strange as that sounds, for me, my my depression of losing mom and dad, I just wanted to sleep. I was fine in bed, you know. I didn't need. I didn't want to get up. You know, <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. I really just, you know. But 
part of my personality is is if uh, if I'm not doing well, I will become very apathetic and closed to everybody. Yeah. So um, so it's good to know kind of your own personality a bit. But um, it, it first I just thought I was tired. You know, all this emotion of losing somebody it just made me exhausted. And then you know after still five months of this, you're like, well, I sure I'm sleeping a lot. Yeah. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. Depression is okay as long as you don't live in it forever. You That's know? right. That's I right. think it's a way that God allows us to deal with some of this. And probably my body did need that rest and that sleep. Sure. <clears throat> but it, it was because I was depressed. And if you have prolonged depression, I just want to encourage you to go see a doctor. Um, I got some good meds. Seek medical help. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah. Professional help. Uh, you know, and actually the medicine helped me and helped me get out of bed in the morning and go to work. Cause you know, I'm like, I got, I still, like you said, life goes on. I, I've got, I've got to still provide for my family. I still got to get, yeah. get through this. So, mm-hmm. um, so, but anyway, that's just my little yeah, experience with depression. <laughs> um, number four is, um, this, this, this bargaining, bargaining stage, you um, you know, where you want to be in control of everything. Um, you know, you're, you're saying, you know, if, Next time I'll do this, or I should have done this, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, the list goes in this bargaining, you know, phase of, of, of you know, making uh, promises to God, you know, um, and, and that can happen before the loss. You know, God, if you, if you don't do this, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to serve you all my days, you know, yeah, which you should be yeah, anyways, yeah. you know, or... You know, I'm not going to wear I, I'm I'm not going to wear blue jeans to church anymore. I'm going to wear a suit. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. people. I mean, you make all sorts of yep. statements yeah. and things when it comes to this bargaining. Stage. I'll never miss another Sunday if you bring Grandma back or bring you know or, or, you know, or yeah or yeah. in honor of her memory. I'm yes, going to I'm going to yeah yeah. You know, it's, it's this me want to be in control. Um, mm-hmm. um, you guys, anything else on that? Um, and then the last stage um, and you know what there there could be you you can you can name multiple stages in between these and you're going to feel this way and feel that way and um, you know maybe feel all of them at the same time but the last stage here is acceptance yeah Um, you know just just basically like you said moving on you have to move on and you know come to grips with reality you got to step back in reality this has happened but my life still can continue on. Yeah, and you know, for me, it's it's not about ignoring what happened. Obviously, that that doesn't help, but it's incorporating that in my life. So, yeah. um, kind of knowing, paying attention how I feel today, um, recognizing that if if I do feel a deep sense of loss, how that's going to affect what I'm going to do throughout the day. You know. Um, but there's some very positive things about being present with your feelings because if you're not present with your own feelings, you will never be able to be present with somebody else and their feelings and really mm-hmm. be able to, to help them. So, so yeah, it's about incorporating their death into who you are now. Um, you can't deny what happened. It's, it's now affected you and it's, it's shaping you. You've got to allow it to shape you. Um, and hopefully for, for good, good, you know, 
And so, so that I can be more compassionate and more understanding when people lose loved ones and when somebody is diagnosed with cancer, you know, it's the, the emotion and the fear and the, uh, the grief behind all that, you know. Yeah, I think the um, yeah all those stages that we've that we've talked about, Aaron, uh, they're not in a, in a progressive, orderly fashion. You can skip and miss and back up and and hit those. Uh, even in, as as you alluded to earlier, Ken, I think once you even get to an an acceptance state, and I would say that's I'm for the most part there with with my mom at this point. But that doesn't mean, like, I, as I shared that story about the wedding, you know, family wedding, not that we can't, you know, skip back into a, a sadness or, or, or something. And so when we, so not to be misunderstood, when we say acceptance, uh, we're not saying it's something that you get over. You know, right. I, I, I don't like that. You know, well, they just need yeah. to get over it. You know, um, uh, even when we, and I want to be careful that the audience understands my heart when we say, you know, go, life goes on. It does go on. I mean, it, it, it moves forward with or without you um the question is are you going to be present in the in the day-to-day and yeah depression not a bad thing as long as you don't stay there i do i agree with you ken i think it's god's god's way of uh of us uh of us coping um uh but there's other losses i I think i just want to go back to uh, when people lose uh, careers, especially at the, uh, for as guys, if if uh, you know the job lo- uh, is lost or a career change that we didn't see see coming, uh, I shared back in that one of uh, one of our first podcasts as a as a you know I'm a former missionary and I really enjoyed that and the things that and so when when God opened the doors uh, when we finished our assignment overseas and it was time to come back. Um, we went through, I went through a number of, um, it was more than one year of trying to figure out what next steps were in my, in my life. And so I really grieved the day-to-day uh, uh, pastoring, the day-to-day um, as, a, as a minister. Uh, and I actually had to and did seek professional help for that. And, um, and what, it, what the, the counselor said to me was, you're, was just what we're talking about. You're grieving loss. You've had a death. You've had a death of, of, a, of, a, of a career maybe that you didn't see coming. Or, or a, um, not that it was a bad thing, but when we came back to the States, we, you know, we, it just didn't materialize. Other ministry opportunities didn't materialize. And so it was like, okay, now what are we going to do? And so I went through a period of, of pretty good depression. Uh, pretty good, uh, and it was. It was like I carried around um, a death in my spirit for for quite for quite some time. And I admit, I I um, I was not the easiest person to live with uh, during that. And maybe maybe my wife and my family would say that still. Uh, but I but I know during in that season of my life, I was not easy to to live with. And so yeah, that bargaining, uh, the what ifs. Uh, the 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 anger that I had uh, for various situation, you know, various various direction. But as you work through those stages, and as you as you stay close to the Lord, and I don't want to be clicheish with that, but as you stay in right relationship with the Lord, we talked in the last podcast about abiding in Christ, mm-hmm. that He brings that healing. 
He brings that touch, and uh, there is an acceptance. There is an acceptance that that does that does come, and uh, uh, yeah. So just I, I just want to give hope to our reader. I know this has been a heavy podcast, and that's okay. That uh, there is there is hope in in, in in loss. Jesus wept at the at the tomb of one of his good friend Lazarus. Emotion, and we didn't even talk about tears. Man, sometimes our culture, especially us guys, says, "Don't cry, don't cry." You know, real men don't cry. That's that's baloney, man. Uh, share those, you know, shed those tears, release that emotion uh, in in positive in positive ways. Yeah. Wow, we could do a lot of podcasts oh, on this. So yeah. I, yeah. I I hate to bring new stuff up, but I, I just want to make sure that people know that they need to take care of themselves. Absolutely. Um, you know. Uh, you can still do something fun and be in grief, you know, so, um, but you need to take care of yourself, slow down some, make sure you eat right, you know, just, um, reward yourself. Um, and then another thing I just want to bring up before we close is about observing your grief about, you know, taking time to mourn, um, Yep. Different things you can do, yeah. whether you light a candle and that candle represents that loved one, uh, you know, you know, that the warmth of their presence and and everything. So I don't know. There's a lot of different ways you can remember a loved one. But I think those are all healthy things to move towards. Yep. Uh, I'd be interested to, to hear our, our readers write in uh, yeah. to us through social media. What are some things that they've, they, they've done to, that's been healthy to cope? Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, our audience, our audience doesn't know each other. Uh, so our audience can even glean some things. That'd be interesting. So write in. Tell us, how, how, uh, how have you uh, helped cope with loss? You know, what's worked for you? So, yep, unfortunately, we have run out of time today. <laughs> oh, I know. Good stuff. I know, but uh, just like Doug said, if you have a comment or if you have a story or a question on this topic or just need some more clarification, um, you know, r- messages, write into us, uh, let us know, and we would love to dive in a little deeper. We, that's what we want to do. We want to deliberate and just dive in deeper and, and talk about those things. I feel like we've just scratched the surface today and um but it's been really really good and i'm glad that you have joined with us um and uh and i'm telling you what we are looking forward to coming back and uh seeing you guys again and uh just uh deliberating talking about things right into us visit on facebook and uh be blessed in the name of the lord